0: And remember, easy on the chair. <laughs> Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James, and joining me again is the great... Hey guys, this
1: is Rudy over here, joining you for this great Star Wars episode it's gonna be fun
0: i think it's gonna be great and if you heard we, we we did our episode yesterday but then also colin david and matt did an episode uh last night they're up in michigan right now and if you heard it you know that they're there because they're gonna be they're gonna watch star wars tonight they're gonna to watch the movie tonight and i'm a little jealous but i don't know I mean, are you jealous of that? Or are you like, yeah, I'm okay. You
1: know, I'm I'm a little fine. If it takes me traveling to a different state to watch a movie, then I might have a problem. But <laughs> I understand it just because of the magnitude of the movie. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm fine with watching it on Saturday. Like I guess I just can't wait to actually go in, buy the popcorn, oh, sit yes. down, oh. look up at the screen, and see that nice Lucasfilm logo just shine.
0: Okay, so. The fanfare, you know, the, the 20th Century Fox fanfare, is iconic because you see it, and then it fades into the Lucasfilm logo, and then you know, a long time ago. Do you like that it just shows up now, or do you kind of wish there was the fanfare back? I mean, I kind of, I, I like it the way it is now. You I like mean, it the it's way-
1: just it's new, and it's just you don't really need all that. It's just. Everybody, boom! Boom!
0: That's, that's what it is. Everyone, I saw Force Awakens. I was, you know, th- th- I always joke and saying there are more trailers in the Force Awakens movie than any movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Like I was like, oh my! god, I'm never. This movie's never gonna happen. And then it just, the last trailer ended, and it just said Lucasfilm, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. So I guess yeah, it's kind of like, oh, like yeah. there's no going back. It's gonna happen. um What if they do the the intro that they do for the Mandalorian? Like, the, the faces, like, they just pop up on the screen. I
1: think I don't think that's going to be for the, cinema, for it's just, the movies. It's going to be for the Disney+. I, Plus. I, I think it's just going to be for series associated with Star Wars. Oh, okay. um, because, again, like, the big push for these series are the fact that it's not connected to any of the main characters. Mm-hmm. So, by you seeing, you know, Darth's face, R2's, uh, C-3PO's, you see Ren's face. Um, you know that this is a Star Wars Oh, I see what feature, you're saying. You know what I
0: mean? So, for, so you're saying, like, the reason they're doing this for Disney Plus is so people could be like, so they could tell people, hey, this is, it's all Star Wars. And even then, it's just it Star Wars at the very end. Yeah. And okay, I can see what you're saying. I was just thinking, like, how shocked will we all be right before the movie starts? We see that we're all like, oh. This this is a thing now. <laughs> this is, this is I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I
1: I think it's just for the series. But I wouldn't be mad if they started yeah, doing that. I'd that, be like, well, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool.
0: I remember whenever uh, they went on digital, the, the movies went on digital, like on Apple iTunes. I bought all of them because that's that's me. Uh, and A New Hope had the Twentieth Century Fox logo and fanfare, but. Empire Strikes Back Return of the Jedi did not have a 20th Century Fox fanfare. Instead, it just says Lucasfilm with a different fanfare behind it. And I I thought, I was like, that's how they're going to do the movies now. They're going to have that fanfare when it says Lucasfilm. But now it just says Lucasfilm, and then the movie starts. It's beautiful.
1: Honestly, I think it's kind of like a turning of a new page. Like, this is a new set of trilogy. Mm -hmm. This is a new era for the Star Wars fans and films so i think maybe that might be why they they chose to do that um although i i wouldn't mind seeing the fanfare behind lucasfilm again but i think the the turning of a new
0: page is the reason behind it agreed all right sorry we talked about logos and fanfares and stuff like that so anyways david and colin and matt are gonna watch it tonight and i'm i'm gonna ignore them all day tomorrow because i don't i don't want to hear a single thing from them until i watch this movie which I'm gonna watch tomorrow night at six.
1: I mean, I talk to you every day, but I'm not gonna
0: talk to you for the next like three days. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm perfect. I know for a fact. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I won't be offended or anything. So today we are going to talk about the latest episode that dropped on Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, episode seven. Was there a name? Was there a title for it? Um, this was, I believe, it's called the Reckoning. The Reckoning. Okay, I yeah. guess I looked away from the from the screen whenever the title came. It was I didn't see the title.
1: Yeah, it was called the Reckoning. Which, after watching the episode, I'm like, Oh, oh. okay, it's, it's the Reckoning.
0: Yeah. So this episode begins with the Mandalorian getting into contact again with the Guild, and they need his help, and. There, okay, so yeah, he they need his help, so he ends up going back to Navarro, the planet which where the guild was, which Navarro is a city right next to us here in San Marcos, which makes me laugh, like that's the name of a city. Like, right, anyways, so anytime I hear that, I'm like, I gotta go to Navarro. And honestly, it's a desolate place that's that's just protected <laughs> by a high school,
1: but it's 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 crazy. I, th- I thought it was pretty funny. I didn't link the two until you said it now, but it's pretty,
0: <laughs> it's pretty so funny. I'm wondering if Favreau was like, there's this little city of Texas called Navarro. Okay, I'll call it that. I'm, just kidding.
1: I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones. I,
0: yeah, I know, right? But anyway, so he goes to Navarro, and he meets up with uh, Carl Weathers' character, which I'll, I'll never say his name. I'm just always going to call him Carl Weathers, because... I want you. I want you. So, anyways, he uh, he gets Kara Dune back, and he gets Quill back, and we get a surprise from IG Eleven. He shows back up, which I always knew he was, but I was always confused how it was going to happen.
1: So, I, I remember talk first talking about the Mandalorian episodes, and I remember watching the first one, and we talked about it at work, and. I thought it was crazy that he had shot IG-11 at the end of the episode, and you're like, well, he'll be back, he'll be back. And I'm like, how? How's he (laughs) going to come back? There's no way, you know, unless there was another IG-11 droid out there, which they would have introduced by now. Yeah. Um, But the way they explained his comeback
0: and his return, I thought was Perfect. It was surprisingly detailed. I'm not gonna lie. Like when he starts to talk about how he brought him back, I was like, "Oh, we're doing this now." Okay, we're gonna watch this. And so,
1: I, I, I love how he says, "And I claimed him according to the code of the new republic." I
0: love that that little yeah, line he throws in there. It was pretty cool. I really, uh, I really liked that. And I did like showing him kind of learning his first steps again. And um, it's Taika Watiti's the voice, which. I don't know. He has the best voice ever. Anyways, um, And because I, I had heard early on that he had said that his his droid has a pretty good arc. His character has a good arc within the series. So when he died in the first episode, I was like, man, was Taika just trolling everybody? Like, he has a good arc, I promise. And then he dies, and he's like, I'm just kidding. He really did it. But uh, no, now it looks like if what I think is going to happen happens, it's he's going to be awesome in the last episode.
1: You like, know... I think it's going to happen. At first, when this episode ended, I was like, holy crap, IG-11 flipped out and fired on fired on. Him. Yeah. But then when they started showing the artwork during the credits, you see... You see what happened. Yeah, you, you, you see the troopers firing at, at him versus IG-11, and I'm just like, okay, that makes more sense. Because then I went back and looked at it again. You see his body pushed forward yeah, versus pushed back.
0: Um. Good. Good. Uh, good. Catch there. By the way, that's that's a really that's something you you would think of but not really pay attention to. But now that you say it, it's like yeah, that's really obvious that they did it that way. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Man, I love this episode. This episode. Uh, I, okay. Yeah. Go and so. It. So. Uh oh. He has, a, he has to get his notes. Did you take notes? <laughs> no, I, I'm actually looking up names.
1: So I'm horrible with names. I, I like. I know the actors. I just don't know their names. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. like, like Gina Carano's character when she comes back. Like I like. I liked her in this episode better than episode four
0: because she felt more natural. Um, well, could you, could you say she felt more natural because we've we've seen a part of her already? Now we're seeing another story of her like we've gotten to know her already so we kind of know what to, what to expect
1: well no I, I think she felt more natural because she wasn't the focus of the film i mean uh, if you go okay. back to episode four was it was of- her and pedro pascal she had to give this big speech in front of everybody she was kind of like the co-main star of the film okay. or the, of the the episode so there was a lot of pressure on her then you you come back to this episode you know they go she he goes and picks her up and you know she, she's in there she's a the main part of it but she's not the main, the main focus, the main focus of it. Focus oh, okay, of it. I see what you're so she's, I think, you can see she's a little bit more relaxed. She's more natural, more smooth with her lines. Um, I liked her performance in this one versus episode four tenfold.
0: All right, I feel you. I feel you. And so, yeah, this episode he gets there. And we see Werner again, which I had told somebody at work. I was like, I don't think we're going to see him anymore. I love that guy. And then, yeah. And my friend was like, <laughs> he goes, I need more. I need more of a Werner, man. I need him. And so, yeah, he showed up. And I was like, okay, pretty cool. The biggest, like, the coolest thing that I saw. I mean, there was a lot of cool things in the episode. Uh, a lot of cool imagery. And when we do our commentary, I'll point them out to you. But one of the cool things was the, re- the, the reveal of the Imperial Death Troopers. Like those dudes. If you, if you notice, all the stormtroopers look pretty, pretty worn. All the stormtroopers look pretty dusty, but the death troopers still look pristine.
1: So, I was gonna comment on that. So you see the death troopers, and then you see, you know, Giancarlo Desposito come out. Yeah. Um, or at, at towards the end, after all of his troops show up. Yeah. But I think this is what we were What I was referencing before we started recording. Uh, so if you notice, uh, all the stormtroopers that are there protecting the city, they're all worn and beat up. Yeah, yeah. Their, their suits are all tattered and dirty. Um, they look like they're mercenaries, honestly. Yeah. And then when the, when the new stormtroopers come out, everything's brand new. They're all shiny and white. The Death troopers have nice, shiny black uniforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of like the, oh, my God, this is the First Order.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. This is the beginnings of what is to come later, the First Order. See, Okay, so if we go this route, if we go the route of the First Order, which Favreau has said it will start to lead into that. We will start to see the birth of the First Order. We're going to be getting characters from, uh, from like, like, Rebels. You know, we're going to... Thrawn might show up because... And in and, and, and the story everyone goes to you know deep space everyone goes out into the unknown regions and that's kind of where Snoke was as well and that's where the and the remnants of the empire were told to go was to the to unknown space and so now if they go this route that's a good way to start bringing in like Thrawn and that's another way to bring in Snoke if if uh, I'm gonna call him Gus because that's that's who he is. He's always going to be Gideon Moff Gideon. Anyways, uh, <laughs> if, if Gideon could be from the beginning of the First Order, now you know what I mean, like that. Yes, they if they do that, man, that's going to make it so much more like so interesting and crazy.
1: And I think that's I think that's the route they're going. Yeah. Now I don't think they're going to introduce those big characters in the series. I think they're going to save that for maybe a future film, but. I think that's the route this series is going on where it's going to start introducing okay this is how everything everything started unfolding or this is the first introduction of the first order
0: and uh, it, yeah I agree I agree because what they're all after is the child everyone is after the child right now and it's one of those things. What? What you got? Which I also think is
1: not even a new version of Yoda species. I think it's a clone
0: of Yoda. But but he did say this is this thing has grown naturally. It's not. It's not a he, like they, I think they even mentioned that like this is not a clone. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, yeah, it's, I don't know. there's there's so many things. It's,
1: like <laughs> they mention it, but. In in that species, he's still an infant at 50-something years old. I mean, how can he be that powerful and the Force? I mean, you saw when he put his his hand on Carl Weathers' arm and it just made that wound disappear. We've never seen that before.
0: We've never seen that before in Star
1: Wars. Like, I was just like, just like everybody else in the scene was looking at his hand and looking at each other like, what the heck just happened? Like, you know, like nobody's ever seen that. So... How can he be that powerful
0: at such a young age for his species without being well, some wh- type of clone? But what if it's the species itself? I mean, David and Matt and Colin kind of mentioned last night was, what if the species of Yoda and, and Yaddle are force-sensitive species? Like, what if that's the way they're born? Everybody? Maybe
1: maybe, they, maybe then that's why we only see two of them.
0: Maybe. And, oh, I didn't think about that. And, uh so yeah if 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 he's already force sensitive and they already know about him and he was hidden that means okay so this is when we get into like really crazy he was hidden this whole time from the empire and everybody else because somebody maybe knew what was going to happen all right somebody maybe knew what palpatine was planning from the beginning so he's been hidden this entire time and now that the fall of the empire, nobody knew
1: what Palpatine was doing. Nobody I knew. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. That, that's why Yoda went into exile after Episode yeah, Three. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: you got a point there. Yeah, he did get his...
1: because as soon as he falls into uh, Senator Organa's little uh, car or ship or whatever yeah. it's called, Failed I have you know, and uh, exile I must go. Yeah, yeah, like you know, that's the first things he says to him, and without giving any explanation, but it's all. I mean, it's obvious because because. Pa- Palpatine took power right underneath his nose, and he couldn't do anything to stop him. Um, So I can't, I can't get behind that. Like nobody really knew what he was. That makes a lot of sense, though. So I take Uh, back
0: what I just said. We'll just erase that. I'm just kidding. But uh, no, okay, that does make sense. Okay, so let's go with uh, a crazier theory. What if Palpatine hid this? That's
1: what I'm thinking too. Like, what if, what if they knew? of the species and they hid him you know they, they always say that the first order rose from the empire but in the ashes of the empire they yeah. never said that it they did that willingly okay i see
0: what you're saying but there but there were a ton of um you know grand moffs and moffs and other generals in the empire who were trying to get it going again but then after the fall uh, on Chaku after the last battle on jacquoo it's like okay so what happened after that? Like I'm pretty sure this this story takes place after survival of the fittest. Yeah, survival of the fittest, yeah. So I I I I'm, my theory right now is Palpatine hid the child and that after the fall of the empire he was like now we got to find this thing and then go from there. And I think that's where we are right now. I think I think there was a command from Palpatine to find this and the remnants of the empire are trying to find this child?
1: Yeah, possibly, maybe to make more like him and clone him, yep. so that, that way they can they can have someone to lead them. But I think this is, you know, pre Snoke phase because you know once they go out to the you know to the outer rims, yeah, yeah, um, you know, and they get introduced to Snoke, that's who they start following. Uh, but I love in the in the episodes nobody references the Force, nobody references. Uh yeah, I was Yoda. Say, nobody
0: nobody knows who Yoda was, it feels well, like Well,
1: it's been fifty years since they've seen him. Remember, he went to exile after episode three, that was nineteen years before uh four, and, and then, then thirty years before uh the Force Awakens. Oh a total yeah, about almost well, 50 but the, years. this is
0: six years after Return of the Jedi, so so so, so look, I, I don't know the exact timeline of the original movies 19 so we could say like maybe 25 years or something like that yeah, it's been yeah 20,
1: 25 I mean yeah, maybe my, my time is up my math is up
0: <laughs> it's too early it's too early I got him some good coffee hopefully he'll I'm just kidding but, um, but yeah so that's a good point that no one has seen Yoda in 25 years the only thing they know of if they know of is Luke and like Luke taking back and winning the war and destroying the empire which no one's referenced by the way which blows me away i thought they would be dropping names but i was i was always kind of shocked that nobody once said like this looks like what uh, the jedi master yoda was you know what i mean but again you're right i don't think anyone was around really the the main like republic yeah during everybody that time. Every,
1: everybody kind of reference um, references it like legend mm-hmm. you know it kind of takes me back to force awakens like you know you know this when they're talking about the melody falcon or han solo like you know i thought they were just legends or yeah. stories you know i think that's what they're referencing yoda and and the force mm-hmm. itself like i don't think anybody truly believes it until they actually see it happen
0: i think gideon moff gideon knows exactly who he who he is, who Yoda was, and what's going on? Yes, I think the last episode, which we have to wait so much longer <laughs> than than we normally do. I think Gideon knows exactly what is going on, and that was a good way to end the episode with him showing oh, up because you are like, man, and it was it was a really really good episode because it, it we already have theories, but then this episode made us have even more theories about what's going on what really is happening and it just goes to prove my point that six was worthless. okay so six was worthless that's what uh <laughs> okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw that out there too okay six did seem like a filler episode like it's a it's a separate adventure story within the timeline which you know clone wars rebels did that but they had you know a lot of episodes to kind of do that with to where you could maybe throw in two or three, like, maybe here you go. But with but with Mandalorian, you're only given, what, eight episodes? Yeah. You don't have time to, to throw in a filler episode and, in eight episodes.
1: You know, with, with Clone Wars, you had, what, seven seasons worth of Clone Wars?
0: Uh, we're gonna have seven. We had... Nice. We had Five seasons and then the one season was like the un, like the lost missions. Yeah. And then now we're gonna have finish it up in February.
1: Finish up with seven seasons. Seven seasons. This one I think everybody was I think like most of us, they were anticipating the Mandalorian to tie in to the new movies or the yeah. newer movies, and I think that's what they wanted to see. But once it started with episode one, you see Baby Yoda and uh you see, you see everything unfold and you're just like Oh man, and then you see this filler episode. Like, what does it have to do with what's going on? Like, it's not, and I think you've told me that they came out and said, like, not all the questions are going to be answered at the end of the first season, but they're going to answer some. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if that's the case, and we only have eight episodes, why not use all the episodes to build up and answer some of the questions? Why use filler episodes? If you're going to have. You know 14 15 20 episodes in a season okay cool throw some fillers out there but if you only have eight and they're 30 minutes to 34 minutes a piece
0: like you don't have a lot of time yeah you know yeah, fair enough and i agree but the only way i will justify that sixth episode is if the three of them come back
1: like that and your man crush with bill burr oh bill burr's the best
0: All right, i'm <laughs> just kidding no but like I, I can see that happening as the three of them come back for vengeance now, looking for him.
1: Maybe in season two. Season but they're, two, they're yeah. Not gonna,
0: they're not going to come back this season. But but that was a cool way to introduce them, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I can see what you're saying. They could have done a, maybe a better way to like tie it all in, instead of it just being like, hey, he's on a mission, you know? Like yeah and now he just, now, he, now he's back to the main, and
1: he just flies into the carrier, oh hey, you're gonna go rescue this guy, okay, who the hell is this guy? Why are you rescuing him? How do you know him? Yeah, why did you take this mission? We don't ask,
0: we don't ask questions, no questions <laughs> asked, don't forget that. I wonder if that was a clever plot point to like well, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? And they were just like, what if the rules are? you can't ask questions perfect and, they, <laughs> and that just solves all the problems. <laughs> i don't know but um but yeah this week's episode was directed by uh, deborah chow and she did an amazing job building up to the last episode and taika waititi is actually going to direct the last episode
1: yeah i'm, I'm oh excited oh my for gosh it. um like i'm seriously contemplating taking the day off just so i can watch this episode multiple times Mm -hmm. so i can soak it all in
0: because i i have a feeling because where this episode ends and y'all seen it and you know like who dies at the very end and all the things that transpire and what it leads to and just the confidence that gideon has standing in front of the mandalorian it's like oh my goodness man like what is going to happen what is what's this grand finale gonna be
1: and then what of the other mandalorians
0: Yeah, where did they all go? Are they all still there? Or did they all leave? I think they all left. um, Maybe. Did they they leave the planet or did they they just move uh, to a different city? I mean, due to the fact that they kind of, you know, killed a lot of guild members, I'm pretty sure they they all left the planet. I would say they left just to avoid, like, any more bloodshed or stuff like that. Yeah, I can see them doing that. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But, I don't know. All I know is this episode... The the series, it built... Because, like you said, episode six, I was kind of wondering, like, okay, so they have two episodes to tie this all together. How are they going to do that? How are they going to do this in two episodes? And then the way this one started, I was like, okay, I see. All right. And then, so now, it's like, they're going to... Yeah, they they started tying this all together
1: really quick. And I I liked how he went and picked up who he needed to go back.
0: Okay, so let's, let's... So, I know the... The child was part of the deal and they needed somebody to watch the child and he goes and picks up Quill and brings him with him. And I'm like Why not just like leave him on the ship or leave the baby with Quill and Well that
1: was part of the deal. Um I know,
0: but then they for Carl Weathers like he had to see the baby
1: and they were gonna take the baby, show him to them, and then they were going to start their little coup or yeah. their little plan or whatever. Um, but even then, that wasn't even the real plan. I mean, Carl was planned on killing them anyway, but yeah. they needed the baby. Um, he knew it was a bad idea from the get-go, but he knew he couldn't go any further yeah. without the child. I loved in the beginning of the episode when they're talking down below in the ship, and you see the child just kind of peek down upside down and hear him talking and then just go back up and start messing with them because
0: even he knew it was a bad idea like he knew it's almost like the child knew what was going to happen he knew this is not going to end well so I saw that scene as him yeah it's cute it is really cute him see the little head popping in going what's going on that's going to be a new meme just wait for it it's going to be a new meme on the internet and then him messing with the controls was him his way of kind of going like uh, this is not good we should we need to leave we need to go
1: yeah, it and it is, but I think this made more sense for them to do just so they can get it done and then finally
0: go somewhere without being hunted. Yeah, and yeah, it made sense, and the deal did sound pretty good, and then you find out, like you said, and it's like, well, you can't because this was the main mission. But then the child ends up saving Carl Weathers' life, and then and then the plans change, and now Carl Weathers is on board to to help them out now, and uh, which I was like, I thought. I'm glad that wasn't the case at the beginning, but I'm glad now he's on board and he's helping them out. You know what I mean? Well, he's only helping them out because the child
1: healed his arm.
0: Yeah, but now he sees what... like Now he may have a connection to the child the same as the Mandalorian does where he's like, I gotta protect this thing. I mean, yeah, this thing saved my life, but this thing is very special in a way that no one else knows and I need to do everything I can to help it. And I think that's where his character is right now. So between the three of them it's going to be really interesting to see the climax of the show of how, oops, sorry, of how, um, how this final battle is going to go. Cause it's going to be a battle.
1: Honestly, I think I G 11 is going to come up behind. He and is going to come rain
0: up. havoc. Um,
1: I honestly predict the remnants of the guild coming out and standing behind Carl Weathers and the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and helping them fight. Um, but it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of deaths. There's people are going to die in the next episode. Oh yeah. Um, and we still don't know what is going on with the cliffhanger they left on episode 5. Yeah, we still don't know who was on Tatooine. Yeah.
0: So, that person might show up. Oh, my God. I think the last... Okay, so we keep having... What's the last shot of the, <laughs> the final episode going to be? I think the last shot is going to go back to Tatooine. Like, we're going to see the resolution there on Navarro. We're going to see that whole the battle. Who, who lives? Who dies? And then... It's gonna to fade to black and then it's gonna come back and we're gonna be on Tatooine and that's where we're gonna see like the body of that of the woman and then you're gonna see the face of the person who who it was. And I, that's where it's gonna end.
1: I don't know. I, I kinda of see it the last episode, they're fighting on Navarro, and then you just see a lone Mandalorian flying over everybody. Dropping in and just laying waste, and then you see that famous antenna sticking up on the top. That would be
0: amazing. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah, because he picked up the um, he picked up the tracker. Yeah, whose tracker? Whose tracker was that? Well, it it wasn't because he because it looks like he had his own. I don't know whose tracker. I think it was hers. Well, but he walked up to her though. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, and the the young kid, uh, he he smashed
0: his, he smashed
1: his, but I think it was hers because he even said in the beginning of the episode, like, you know, she's made her name known for mercenary for mercenary, even for the even for the for the huts, yeah. So it may have been her tracker for for okay. either the child or even the Mandalorian. Okay, I see what you're saying. Or somebody
0: else gave somebody else gave that character a tracker so once upon a time uh somebody had posted a screenshot on imdb or some website of the cast of the mandalorian and sorry i thought my dog was gonna say something (laughs) sorry (laughs) my dog poked her head up at the microphone but anyways um they did a a, the cast of the mandalorian and daniel logan's face was on there daniel logan played boba fett in attack of the clones and now he's He's probably in his 30s now. He's about my age, about our age, which is crazy. And um, he's in good shape. And he goes to every Comic Con. He goes to every celebration. And he's he's still involved in Star Wars. I think he even voiced some of the, the Clone Wars stuff. And if he comes back as Boba Fett, that would just be the best thing in the whole world to see him. Question is, what? Is he wearing his helmet? Oh. Yeah, I think he. Oh, okay. So there's a whole. There's this book called Aftermath, the Aftermath trilogy, where somebody is wearing his armor. They found it in the Sarlacc pit. So, what he's going to be wearing is going to be kind of iffy if he does come back. It's like, what armor is he going to be using? Oh
1: my god! If he comes back all tattered up, scarred up in the face, and just wrecking shop, like I would,
0: uh, I would lose it. What would be even better is if he maybe, ooh, if if he. Took his father's armor and like hid it somewhere. And then when well, he Well I thought he was wearing his father's armor to begin with. No, he's wearing a different armor. Because his father's armor was blue, like bluish. Yeah, and his was kind of like a greenish yeah. uh brown. And he had the Wookiee scalps on his uh on his arm. Um man, if he shows up in Django's armor, that's gonna be with his guns, the two the double the, the uh, double double guns. Maybe that's why that episode was called the gunslinger. Oh I didn't even think about that. Holy crap. There you go. A nice little theory for y'all. Hopefully you like it. Um, But yeah, I think we're going to see that part is going to be the final part of episode eight. Us seeing who the uh, the mysterious person was because it needs the last shot needs to be something for all of us to yell, scream and want to like throw something at the TV and because we have to wait hopefully just a year. I don't want to wait two years for a freaking another season to come out.
1: No, Uh, it's going to be at least. I mean, if they're if they're filming now, if not already filmed, they will probably wait
0: a year, maybe less because Iger greenlit season two, like in the summer. I think he saw everything and he was like, start working on the next one. Like you need to start working on this next one. Yeah.
1: And Disney Plus is Disney Plus is great. On its platform for what it's going to have on there, but what it's lacking right now is what Netflix has and Hulu, um, where they're they're coming out with originals every you know so many months or every so almost, many months.
0: Almost like every week they have a different movie. Yeah, out. A
1: different movie, different uh, season or different docu series. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Disney Plus needs to do. Is like you know they've already shot or shooting season two then you know around the same time this maybe before um this time next year we'll start seeing season two come out on disney plus
0: yeah the rumor was we would get cassie and andor like in the summer but i think they're going to be filming in the summer so that kind of ruins that um cone wars comes out in february so that's disney plus has a big 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 deal coming out of that one and I could see them if they were smart, which they are sometimes, they would push another show around Christmas time.
1: Well, I think they might. I honestly think they're going to do this the way they've done all their other movie release. All. The stores has done their movie release because they release their movies at the same time every year. Yeah. No matter, I mean, if it's two years down the road or three years down the road, it's the same time frame. Except I think, for solo. Except for solo. But. <laughs> Um, I think they're going to do that with this series. I think around the same time we saw season one premiere, we'll see season two. So,
0: November next year, you think we're going to have a big show, a big Star Wars. A big Star Wars season two premiere. I hope that the last episode of this season's at least 45 minutes long. I hope it's an hour long. <laughs> Come on, Favreau, You could write an hour episode, but uh, but, yeah, this last episode was amazing, and i'm I'm so pumped for the next next week's episode um and Disney plus, like we said yesterday, and like we keep saying Disney plus is a whole new thing now for for Lucasfilm, and Lucasfilm can start just putting all types of stuff on there, and we're all gonna watch it, we're all like like I'm okay with them doing a, an entirely new solo movie. Like a solo sequel on Disney Plus. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah,
1: this, I mean, this platform that Disney Plus, I mean, you can argue that Hulu and Netflix kind of built this platform and Disney which, Plus. Which they did, yeah. When Disney Plus is kind of elevating the game because they're not paying anybody, this is all their original content and they have so much of it. Yeah. Um, but I'd be okay with that too. You know, doing, you know, another solo, a Star Wars story on Disney Plus only. Um, that would be perfectly fine with me because you're going to reach the same audience as you would releasing into a theater. But at the same time, those
0: big theater uh, premieres and the red carpets... But another thing about Disney, though, is the money that Disney makes doesn't come from the movies. You know what I mean? Disney makes all their money from theme parks and merchandise. So them putting this on a platform which is making i don't know how many billions a month just on tvs i think they're okay with with putting stories on disney plus and putting their episodic films in theaters which i think that will be the the game going forward starting in 2022 we're going to get the first star wars movie which we still have no idea what it's about but i think those movies will be in theaters but all the stories star wars stories disney plus
1: depending on how the rise of skywalker ends or goes i mean i i'm about 75% confident that the the 2022 film is going to be a prequel for the first order kylo ren
0: and snoke man I, that's going to be crazy to get adam driver to to come back cuz he's such a i don't know I don't, I, don't, I don't know, I don't think he would Adam Driver stu- is stuck with this role he's
1: going to be Kylo <laughs> Ren no matter what else I saw that movie he did on Amazon, The Report and the whole time I'm just watching this movie I'm hearing him speak in the voice he does in the helmet Yeah, <laughs> just slow, methodic and just uh, he's going to be known as Kylo Ren and if he doesn't <laughs> come back as Kylo Ren to reprise the role d- come on yeah true. i mean true true i true. mean he'll come back i mean mark hamill might have to reprise his role as luke because if if they go into him yeah um uh, killing all the younglings with at at luke's uh, school then that might be different or they probably already filmed it like they
0: did with carrie fisher I, I am convinced that they have so much footage from force awakens that we've still never seen that we probably will never see like all the stuff with carrie fisher all like all of that was done and i saw a um somebody took a picture of the movie which i hope it was i don't know but they took a picture of the movie of a deleted scene from force awakens and then a new scene in the rise of skywalker and you can see how they they made it work how they digitally changed the background digitally changed carrie fisher's costume and put her and put And I think Ray is still standing in the same spot. She has her hair differently. She's wearing a different costume. But that's how they're going to do this in The Rise of Skywalker. They're going to digitally move the background of Carrie Fisher. The technology that they have is just insane. It's insane. I haven't...
1: Like, nobody else is using that kind of technology. I mean, you saw what Lucasfilm had played a big part in what Scorsese did with the Irishman. Oh, yeah. In that kind of technology of making De Niro and Pesci and Pacino look younger... And what they're doing now with uh, with Carrie Fisher's recorded scenes before her passing is absolutely
0: unheard of. Yeah, it's mind blowing how they're doing this. And other movies have done this, uh, and we've seen it. We saw it before in Gladiator, um, and then we saw it, and I think John Candy's last movie they had to they had to kind of do the same thing. But it looks like with now with the technology in 2019, it looks like this is just.
1: Yeah, this looks like they were filming, yeah. you know, with them in, in studio.
0: Yep. And it's going to be exciting to see that. But, uh, but anyways, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, we're talking about what's going to happen in 2022. Uh, but, yeah, I could see them maybe doing, like you said, maybe a prequel. That'd be pretty cool to see a prequel of, you know, of The First Order. And now, like you said, with the technology that they did for The Irishman, you can do the same technology with Mark Hamill and make him look, you know, 20 years younger. Because yeah. there's shots of Joe Pesci and The Irishman that I was like, how did they. How did they do they're, that? There's shots of De Niro in the Irishman. <laughs> like, he looks like he was...
1: He looked like an enraging bull.
0: It was yeah, nuts. It was beautiful. And the technology they had to do to do that was, was beyond anything. So now I could see them doing that. I could see Mark Hamill coming back to do that. And who knows? Maybe he'll be happier because I know he wasn't too satisfied with the, uh, the Last Jedi. But, oh, well, we won't get into that. Yeah. Uh, I
1: don't know. Yeah. I'll I, do I, I, know, I, know, I know he wasn't happy with it, but... Uh, I I thought
0: it was fantastic. Yeah, I I thought thought, I I thought it was great. I mean, I I was like, "That's what I wanted to see." Like, I've said it before on other podcasts where that type of story—you know—you see that type of story in some movies where like somebody goes away and somebody comes back and it it saves the day. And I was like, for me, that's such a cool story arc for a character, and then to see that in Star Wars on such a grand scale with such a beloved character was amazing. See, and
1: to me, like that smart camel passing. The, the lightsaber, as you will, yeah. on to Rey, because, hey, kid, this is your fight now. Yeah. Uh, let me stall them so you can get
0: away. Yep. Um, I think we've gotten away from our Mandalorian talk. but It's Star Wars. We can talk about Star Wars, guys. <laughs> I hope you forgive us. But I, I, I was watching that last part of The Last Jedi where he says, the war has just begun. The Rebellion has been reborn, and I will not be the last Jedi. And then it cuts to Rey, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like almost in tears in the theater because I was like, this... Is the best thing I've ever seen in a long time in a movie, and I loved that. And then some people were like, you know, Luke should have done this, Luke should have done that. I was like, that 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 wasn't his point. His point was to 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 pass it on. But you to-
1: felt you felt like the anger and fury that that Kylo Ren had with Luke, and you felt that yeah, you know, um, that emotion that last scene, mm-hmm. and it was it was intense and i I absolutely i'm just like i'm just watching all the fire go towards him and he's just standing there
0: and then all the dust settles and he's just he just stands up oh was so cool i had no (laughs) idea what to expect i was like what's gonna happen and oh it was beautiful but anyways anyways back to the mandalorian i'm just kidding so yeah that was our little breakdown of mandalorian we're actually gonna do a full commentary on our patreon for this latest episode and for those who are on our patreon we apologize we haven't really kept up with it it's Holidays have been crazy, busy schedules, work schedules, and we are so sorry we haven't been able to put that much content out. And those of you who have left our Patreon, we apologize. Um, we understand completely, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna get back on track with that. We're gonna keep going and um let's just yeah if you subscribe down below to our account you'll see the commentaries we've done and all the commentaries we're going to be doing in the future uh rudy thank you for joining and rudy's actually going to be on the patreon episode as well but yes thank you for joining us for this one thanks
1: thanks for having me appreciate it
0: and may the force be with y'all always